0: Hello, everybody. This is the Chocolate News Podcast. I'm your co-host, John Alexander Reese. And I'm your co-host, Andrea Carter. And if you didn't know, the Cincinnati Herald has been around since 1955 and is the leading African-American-owned newspaper in the greater Cincinnati area and northern Kentucky area. And today we actually have two special guests with us. We have Chef Katrina Mills with us. How are you doing, Chef?
1: I am well. We survived this uh, blizzard that didn't happen, so I'm not complaining
0: at all. (laughs) So true. And we also have Chef Liz Rogers with us. How are you doing, Chef?
2: I'm doing good. Thank you guys for having me.
0: No problem at all. And uh, how are you doing today, Andrea?
2: I'm doing fine. I mean, I was waiting for this big blizzard that was going to come, anxiously waiting. I was in the store last night just picking up some creamer because that's all I needed from the store. And I saw the shelves are a little empty. And come to find out, all we got was rain.
0: Yeah, I know it's a little slushy out there, but I'll take slushy over snow. So
2: yeah, but you know, again, Mother Nature's always setting us up for something. So this might be the calm before the actual storm. So you just never know. So, so
0: true. So before we uh, get to our special guest, we want to talk about some chocolate news. So Andrea, take it away.
2: Well, I'm 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 gonna start off, and this is my fan moment. The Bengals won on Sunday. Yes, Yes. they
0: did. Such a good game.
2: Oh yes, it was. I mean, it was a good game. It was. um, I won't say it was a routing of the Bills, um, but I think it was a a nice education on what the Bills. I'm sorry, the Bengals could be, when they put their minds to it, and everything works. Offense worked. Defense worked their passing game worked, their throwing game worked, everything worked. And you just saw them just go down the field or even how many times they blitzed the quarterback and and no one touched, barely touched Joe Burrow's. When it works, they work. So I'm hoping to see what they do against Kansas City on on Sunday at 630. So it's going to be interesting.
0: Yeah, it there? should be excited. I'm gonna have my fingers crossed, though. Hopefully, hopefully they'll win. Well, I'm, I'm he, hoping.
2: Well, when I um, when I when we sent out the newsletter and the paper, you know, the headline is AFC deja vu. So it hopefully it will be a total deja vu, um, so that we win again and go on to um, the Super Bowl. So yeah. Yep. So I'm I'm just waiting to see and anxious. So that's one. Then I have to say the abortion rights people cannot stop themselves. I mean, we go from a huge win, now we're going in the opposite direction of how much more can women take and people opposed to what women need. Um, a supporters of the abortion rights filed separate lawsuits today challenging two states right to abortion pill restrictions and i'm like enough is enough you've won one way let something happen another way it's personal it's private you don't even have to know about it when someone takes it so why are you trying to stop this but you know then again um, lawsuits are argued that the limits in, on the drugs in north carolina and west virginia run afoul of the federal authority and the U.S. Food and Drug Administration. So you know these states—they're southern states—they're going to do what they're going to do, and they're either going to get their hands slapped, or they're going—a judge is going to slap them. So yeah. we'll see about that. Um, next up, it's unfortunate that we're still dealing with mass shootings. I yeah, mean, so when, sad. When, when is enough is enough? The the first one. No, wait, I take that back. Well, the first one that we all heard about was a gunman who shot several people at a dance club, I believe. It happened on Sunday, way after the Bengals won their their game. Right. Um, But it was out in California. And the the gunman, um, the suspected gunman um, who killed 10 people, shot himself in a van.
0: Well, actually, that that got that got bumped up to eleven, unfortunately, because one of the victims died in the hospital. So
2: that's right, that's right. One did yeah. die. It was un- it's just unfortunate that again people are targeting our Asian American citizens like this. Yeah, and and, and, the, and the
0: and the shooter was Asian American too, which is um, it's just really I it. I don't know. It's just really strange. You usually don't hear about Asian-Americans, um, you know, being, the, you know, the shooters, which is, you know, it's, I don't know. It's just strange because they're still trying to find a motive and they don't have a motive yet.
2: And 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 in the second mass gunman shooting in um, two agricultural businesses in North California, I believe that shooter is also Asian-American as well.
0: Yes, um, yes. Who
2: killed seven people. So I don't know what's going on. People are disgruntled but again this was an older gentleman a 67 year old gentleman who yeah. did the shooting um and i think the other suspect he he was also another older gentleman yeah um, he was at 72 so yeah. maybe they're not liking the lifestyles or how they're you know taking on a western attributes or i who knows we can only yeah. speculate what's going on in their mind but they resolved to use a gun to resolve their issues than speaking up and saying, speaking out and protesting. You don't see Black people shooting people all over the place. We're getting out, we're protesting, we're speaking up. We're, you know, even though we do have our one-off every once in a while, for the most part, you don't see us committing mass shootings. But then again, you know, we do have young people who pick up a gun and solve their issues with a gun instead of arguing and fighting, but not like this. So, which is unfortunate this has happened. So, all I can say is, please, if you have an issue, work it out. Don't pick up a device that you can injure someone. Two, like the Black community, the Asian community has gone through a lot over this past year and a half. Yes. Several mass shootings, both in California, then the ones I think last year in Atlanta. Yeah. Um, and I think we need to look at the Asian American Journalist Association for direction on how to best cover this and how it's affecting their community and how can we report what's happening to their community, to our community, so we can be informed as well. So, um, um, I'll be looking into that and hopefully I can come up with an, um, something next week to talk about it, um, to see what they're putting out to, um, Talk about their community. What's happening inside? Because this is rare. Yeah. Because um, we can't say racism or bigotry or white supremacy. It's 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 another one of their community. Yeah. I so. just hope.
0: I just hope this isn't the new normal. I really don't. It's like because this is just. It's just so sad. And this is happening just in January. I just. I just hope this. Well, I don't, it's, I don't know. It's,
2: hap- it's happening January, but and on top of that, I, I think. Because we have not addressed shooting the gun violence in America effectively, more and more people are seeing other people committing mass shootings, getting charged, going to jail, or killing themselves, and we, our our representatives are not doing something about it. Though I will say that the um, the Democrats the other day. Um, did submit an assault weapons ban bill. They submitted it, um, Senator Dianne Feinstein of California and Richard Blumenthal and um, Chris Murphy of Connecticut. They are the sponsors of this assault weapons ban that seeks to prohibit the commercialization, distribution, production, and importation of assault rifles and other firearms designed for use and military, that were designed for these military operations. So they're looking to at least get that off the shelf. People, if people aren't in the military and they don't have a a, a need for an assault weapon, why do you have it? You don't need it. You don't need it to hunt. You got a rifle. Yeah. You know, so we, we have a lot that needs to be done about this. And we'll see how this progresses through the Senate and then to the House. Beside all the sadness, the... Upbeat thing that occurred today was the release, the announcements of those who are being considered for an Oscar. I think it's gonna be a tough time to choose. Um, the first Marvel movie to be considered for an Oscar is Wakanda Forever, with best supporting actress going to Angela Bassett. Um, she got that nod. But I think also the the person, the movie that got the most nomination is Everything Everywhere. All at once. Yeah, um, 11.
0: With
2: eleven nominations, and it, um, is it Michelle Ye? Uh, Michelle,
0: everyone's... yeah, Michelle Yeoh. Yeah, best no, actress. She's a front runner.
2: It, I, I could never. Um, she is. Um, I've uh, I have not seen this movie yet, but I've heard and read the reviews on this movie, and they said it's wonderful, and so it's something that I'm going to have to um, to see. Oh yeah, and um, um, also the Fablemans. Who is the Fablemans? I don't remember that. That, movie.
0: that is a that's actually Spielberg's movie. And it's kind of like it's kind of like an autobiography, semi-autobiography story about his life, his childhood. Is oh, okay. Yeah, and that got like seven nominations. So got,
2: yes, and then you know Maverick usually Top Gun gets some top nominee nominations, and they got very few. I mean.
0: Well, um, well, you know what? I think it's well, you know, it did get best picture. So, you know, that's that's pretty good considering the first Top Gun didn't get any kind of nominations. I, well, I'm sorry, I'll take that back. It got nominations for like song and stuff, but the first Top Gun didn't get any kind of major nomination. So it's it is a it is an improvement over the first one.
2: True, but I think also if you look at over the list of of everything that's been nominated for, whether it's a technical Oscar or music, makeup, what have you. Um, it's a very impressive list of movies. Yes. Um, but also very historical, um, All Quiet on the Western Front. Yes, Elvis, I got remade again. Yes, yeah. Batman. Oh, my God. That yeah. one. Um,
0: yeah. Uh the Banshees of Inishuran, that got nine nominations. A lot of them I went to I don't
2: remember that movie. I really don't.
0: Well, you know what? It's kind of like a dark comedy drama, sort of like that. Um okay. it was some, it was definitely an interesting movie. I'll just leave that at that.
2: You know what was left <laughs> off this list? What? Woman King.
0: Yes. Actually, I was thinking about that. No best directing nom. Gina Price By Blythe, uh Blythewood, she did a fantastic job, but they left her out. They left the screenplay out and they left Viola Davis out. Yes, which, she, which she I had no idea job. why. She they, got nominated yeah. in every other trade award except for this one, which mm-hmm. which is a shame. But and they and they also left off um and I can't remember the actress's name, but she was the uh she was the lead in the Emma Till movie. Uh she played Mammy Till, and I can't I can't remember actress oh, in name right now, but yes, they left yes. her out even though she was getting nominations and like all the other awards. So those are definitely two snubs. If you know of but mine. but
2: you know what, I'm not surprised. Yeah, I'm not um, surprised
0: either. Unfortunately,
2: the Oscars are very good at snubbing women. I mean, yeah. if you think about it, they snubbed, especially
0: especially black women. So
2: especially black women. I yeah. mean, they 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 would snub women all the time for the director's bid. Barbara Streisand, who should have gotten it at least two times, yeah, got snubbed, and then but you know black women they got snubbed even though Ama Duvet got it last year. She got actually
0: actually 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 Ava uh, Duvernay hasn't gotten a uh, a well she had she she's got she got nominated for like best documentary for the thirteenth, but she's never gotten like a best directing nomination which i thought she should have gotten for selma but that's a different that's a different conversation for a different day
2: yes it is so yeah. that is all the um chocolate news that i have for today but we'll do a lot of follow-up and then you, you know we'll be screaming next week if when the bingles take on the yes and yes. stomp all over them again not be a close don't score.
0: don't jinx it now don't jinx it <laughs> oh
2: i'm sorry well not stomp but show the old man that's Patrick Mahoney versus the <laughs> younger Joe Burrows. What it means to be a football player. Yeah. I'll go with that.
0: Okay. That's all, all right. I have to say. All right. Thank you, Andrea. <laughs> Always a pleasure. Um, uh, okay. So now we're going to head on to the second part of the podcast uh, with our special guests, uh, Chef Katrina Mills and Chef Liz Rogers. I want to uh, talk to Chef Mills first. And she was on our podcast in December, you know, um, giving us some uh, food ideas for the, the holidays and everything. So I just wanted to we wanted to check up on Chef Mills and see how she's doing. So how are you doing, Chef Mills? How have you been since the holidays?
1: I'm good. I'm good. We uh, Came into the new year very well. Um, you know, I don't do New Year's resolutions and stuff like that. But like Andrea, you know, I'm looking at my bourbon bar I Had to restock and, and, and kick that off in the, in the right way. So, um, yeah, we, we cook with bourbon too. So, uh, you know, I won't, I won't. Oh,
2: no I
1: got like a new t- one too. See, we are on it, aren't we? <laughs>
2: uh, Uncle Nearest Rye. That's yeah. all I'm going to say. It It's very good. So.
1: Yeah. there There's the, again, that, that, that excellence. They are, they're rocking it. So yeah, I'm excited for all the new expressions and, um, just Finishing up, so you did ask me, John, that about, I have some changes, like um, a big career shift, so I'm kind of going to suspend the independent stuff that I've been doing, because I am now the executive chef for the Prime Group uh, Steakhouse Italian concept, so that it's going to be primo Italian steak in Middletown, so I'll be focusing on that once I wrap up this uh, current cohort that'll be graduating soon for the Finley Culinary training program and um I'll still be doing my seasonings and spices but the catering and meal prep and personal chef and all of that that's gonna get suspended for a while
0: so you said you're the the head chef and right uh the, uh, the, the executive, the
1: chef, executive
0: yeah. chef so does that mean you get to create the menu too
1: um I will I, I I was brought in after the menu creation process because it all happened so quickly um because they discovered how awesome I am and Brought me on board, but, <laughs> uh, so I will have um, input going further, and we'll we'll have they have just like the prime Cincinnati location, they have like a secret speakeasy and bourbon club. This one is going to have a speakeasy also, so we'll be having some uh, different menus created. So going forward, I will be um, involved in that partner, of course, res- responsible for executing all of it. But um, Chef Sean, who was uh, led the the main steakhouse concept. Mm-hmm. He had already gotten a head start and they went to Italy and done research and all that. So it's going to be authentic Italian. So he he got a head start on the menu. And then once we start um, finalizing it, of course, I'll put my touches on it and um, we'll go from there.
0: I can't wait to uh, eat there because it uh, and especially because I know Chef Mills. I know you're you're I know you're all good. So it's like I can't wait. I can't wait to dine there.
1: Yeah, I, I'll, I'll be happy to have you. I'll buy you a drink.
0: Thank okay. you
2: <laughs> I, I'm I'm waiting food I love Italian food and I want to see what the speakeasy is all about so I'm looking forward to when it opens so
0: very soon all right you heard you heard that listeners if you're in the Cincinnati area drive up the middletown eat at the restaurant and of course uh, we'll put the uh, we'll put all the restaurant details in the in, in the bio of this episode and now I want to talk to uh, chef Liz Rogers how are you doing Chef
3: I'm doing good, thank you so much.
0: Yeah. Now there was an article in December it was talking about your uh, your new brand of ice cream, Alicious. Am I correct? Right. Can you tell us a little bit about the uh, Creamalicious brand?
3: Yeah. So we have um, we have a super premium kind of ice cream that's kind of like a, a take on Alamo um, Southern flavors. Um, it's uh, really a, a good brand. There's no ice cream on the market like it, and it is national. And last week we did launch uh, creamers, uh, coffee creamers that are in Walmart and Meijer as well.
0: Hmm, that sounds delicious. Um, so, um, so how many how many shops is the uh, how many places is the Creamelicious ice cream being sold at right now?
3: Well, the Creamelicious uh, brand is sold at Walmart, Kroger, Target, Jungle uh, Gems. You know, it's actually sold all over the country. Um, so it is, a, it is now a national brand. Um, we do have ice cream sandwiches coming out in March. So we have a novelty line as well as a cookie line, a break-and-bake cookie line in September. So it's, uh, it's been a really cool uh, thing that we've been doing. And we're opening up a Cremolaceous dessertery uh, in Atlanta as well with uh, a few celebrities here in Atlanta as well.
0: Wow, that sounds great. Now, um, I know you have a restaurant uh, in Cincinnati, well, I should say Sharonville, uh, Wing Champ. Um, how's that been going um, uh, for you? Oh, it's
3: good. We've um, we won the best things in the state of Ohio by MSNBC News. So wow. it's been going really well. Um, we have our lines of sauces and dry rubs that'll be in Walmart next year uh, with Wing Champ. And it's, it's going really well. We're going to be expanding. Wing Champ franchising to Memphis, so we're working on a few things, and also later on this summer, we do have an upscale uh, restaurant coming um, in Springdale, and it's called Item A Steak Joint. So it's really a really cool concept um, to a, um, and it's really really. Heavy.
0: That's great. Now, um, before we, uh, before we went live, uh, you were telling me you had the, you had a restaurant and you, I'm, I'm sorry, you I'm said you were coming back from Memphis because you're working at a restaurant in Memphis. Um, I think it, you said it was uh, Penny Hardaway's.
3: Yeah, so I'm the executive chef of uh, Penny Hardaway's brand, uh, the Nitty Gritty. And so what I do um, as the executive chef, I actually create the menu and the ideation and recipes and the concepts for the actual restaurant. So that's what I really kind of specialize in is concepts and menu ideation and execution. So I'm the executive chef of his brand and and they're going to be expanding and doing some other things as well. So I've been an executive chef for quite some time and just really love what I do. Um, The ice cream is really a cool thing that I've always wanted to do and just super proud of just how it actually came together. Um, So Cremealicious, Sorry. Okay.
0: sounds fantastic. And I, I really need to try the malicious ice cream because I was looking at the article and uh, one of your brands was the, uh, the one I'm most uh, interested in was the uh, Aunt Poonie's Caramel Pound Cake. That sounded yeah. uh, delicious right there.
3: Yeah, we're kind of like, with malicious, it's a very authentic brand. It's about real time, real people. It's about family, better time, love, you know, togetherness. We're kind of like Disney. We're the storytellers. So my aunt Tony was, uh, she was my godmother, and she baked all of her pound cakes in a cast iron skillet. So that cast iron skillet was passed down from her mom's mom and so on and so forth. And when she passed away, it's now with her daughter. And this cast iron skillet is like 150 years old. So it's generational. Um, you know, Creamalicious is a generational brand, and it's really each one of those clients, they tell a story.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Um, well, that's all I got. Andrea, did you have any questions or anything?
2: No, I don't. I'm just anxious to the taste the um um I've had the ice cream before and I'm waiting on the the um the ice cream sandwiches because you know, it's tough to make a decent ice cream sandwich. So I'm just waiting to see what she does. Chef Liz does with this. I mean, it's it's I'm looking forward to it.
3: Our ice cream sandwiches are uh, they're artisan, so they're you know they're all handmade, so um, really partnered with some really great food scientists and chefs. So what what we did was we launched monster flavors. So you'll have the uh, banana pudding one, and then we have a strawberry crunch, and then we have a, a So you know I wanted to do flavors that don't exist. I didn't want to do a you know a chocolate chip or anything like that. So I don't like doing things that's already on the market. That's why you don't see a vanilla pint of ice cream for cream malicious just kind of, um, you know, just really create our own niche and our own third category so that we're
2: just competing with ourselves. Nice. I'm liking that. That is nice.
0: Well, uh, we got to wrap it up. But thank you, Chef Mills, for coming on. Greatly appreciate it.
1: Thank you for having me. I'm, I'm always uh, happy to just be able to have a little bit of camaraderie and, you know, we support each other, support our own. We, we need more of that.
0: Yes. And thank you, Chef Rogers, for coming on too. Greatly appreciate it. Congrats on the Cream Malicious Ice Cream.
1: Thank you. And congrats to you, Chef Mills. I'll be there to see you and support. Thank you. And um, tell me what I got to do now. You come in hand with those muffins.
3: And, <laughs> and I'm, a,
1: I'm an ice cream sandwich freak. So I am so looking <laughs> I'm so glad you, you, you uh bringing that out. We need that. Yes. Yes. Yeah, super dope. Thank
2: you so
0: much, you guys. Yep. Yeah. And thank you, Andrea, for uh, delivering all of the chocolate news every week. Greatly appreciate it.
2: Oh, thank you. I was just getting hungry listening to the conversation.
0: (laughs) Well, that's it for today's show, everyone. Thanks. Thank you to all the guests for coming on. And uh, remember, you can find more information about today's topics and past podcast episodes at www.thecincinnatiherald.com, the the SESH newsletter, or on our social media. We're on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram, and LinkedIn. And make sure to subscribe to our podcast on your favorite podcast app. Our podcast is on Apple, Spotify, TuneIn Radio, Amazon, YouTube, and Google Podcasts. In addition, The Cincinnati Hero is now looking for news distribution and delivery agents. So please contact our publisher Walter White at 513-680-7076 for more information. I'm John Alexander Reese
2: and I'm Andrea Carter
0: and have a good day.